What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Thanks for Your Concern. You're here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. What's up, you guys? Oh, my God. It's Halloween week. I'm freaking out that's the end of October. I'm freaking out that there's so much to do this week. I was um, an overachiever, some would call me. I am hitting a little marathon. I I guess I, di- I, I didn't leave Halloween in college. It just came back. It came right back in New York. I'm seeing Skrillex tomorrow. Well, that'll be fun. I know. I'm really excited, actually. I haven't seen Skrillex in years, and... I don't know if anyone listening to this has seen Skrillex live, but that man has a very particular tone of voice, and I honestly can't wait to listen to him speak to the crowd. I'm I'm excited for you. I haven't seen Skrillex since like I was 18 or something. I think that was when the last time I saw. No, the only time I saw Skrillex. Yeah, he. Yeah. I don't think he has performed in a minute, like at least in New York. I think it's been since 2017. So. I'm fucking pumped. Definitely, I'm a little confused with some of the Halloween plans I have made because in my mind, going to shows was a good idea until I realized Mm -hmm. that all these shows start really early and New York bars don't close until like four. So I'm trying to really come up with a plan because drinking just like isn't cheap in New York. And I know you're thinking like- It's not cheap anywhere. Just go sober. That's a fair fucking point, okay? But- (laughs) I might do it. I might surprise you. You never know. So I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to pit myself out. I will flirt with girls. I'll flirt with boys. Whoever wants to buy me a drink. I'm your girl. I might have a wholesome Halloween of passing out candy this year with my grandma. That might be my Halloween activity. This past weekend, I'm pretty much tapped out of money. KO'd. Like, no more the bank, in the bank. Yeah, the bank accounts, like, they're like, bitch. You spend money like you make like six, seven, eight figures. You know what I'm saying? Like I come out of a weekend and I'm like, who stole money from me? Oh, wait, that was just me. me. God damn it. Why did I do this to myself? But I will say, you know, like this past weekend was my birthday. So we did spend a good chunk of cash going to the crap pot, which is one of my favorite places to go. We love a little moment where they just spill a bucket of shellfish and crab onto the table and you just get to feast. The weekend was fun. Uh, my birthday was all right. And I'm kidding. It was really great. I spent it with everybody I really liked. I spent it in Seattle and I'm not going to lie. It was a little hard to come back to New York. I yeah yeah the first two weeks i was like i'm ready to go back to new york like what the fuck going into week three i definitely just like i was like oh maybe i could stay but now you're back in new york back to hitting the city that never sleeps perfect timing halloween well for everyone's listening make sure to stay safe stay hydrated and stay spooky but are we ready to get into the episode let's do it All right, everyone. So Berenice is turning 20-something. She turned 20-something. I turned 25. Okay, this episode's about the 20-somethings, okay? Shout out to SZA. If you guys don't know, SZA is like one of my favorite artists and on her album Control, she has this like song about 20-somethings. And like, if I feel like I need a good cry in the shower... That's the song I put on because I'm like, yes, this bitch knows what it's like. So if you haven't heard that song, 
go listen. But I feel like it just perfectly describes what the 20 somethings feel like. It's like you're 20 something, like you're an adult, but like you don't have it all figured out. I think that's like a take on your 20s. Mostly I think like when you're 20 somethings, it's after 25. Because like, with energy, you can be like, I'm 22. I'm 23. Once it gets to 24, it's kind of a mouthful. And then 25 is starting to be overkill. And I feel like it's an awkward age because no one really talks about like, oh, when I was 25, you know, it's like either like, oh, when I was like 21, 22. And then it's like when I was 30. Like what happened in that great period of time in your life? I also just think that it's the time of your life. We kind of talked about this on the last episode, but it's a time of your life where people are in very different places. You know, like we have some people who are like getting married, becoming parents, some people who are powering through their career and then other people that don't have it figured out yet, which is totally okay too. But I feel like people feel weird because they compare themselves to other people, you know? Ella, what are some things you haven't figured out yet? (laughs) Okay, so this one's pretty specific to me and Berenice. I don't know how to ride a bike yet. And I think that this year I'm going to figure that one out. It's recently, it has never come up in my life that I didn't know how to ride a bike. But I think since I came to visit you in New York and we had that conversation with like two adult men who were like grilling us about not knowing how to ride a bike... It has come up like several times after that. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe I just need to learn how to ride a bike because I guess it is a good skill to have, question mark. I have never like missed out on life for not knowing how to ride a bike. Um, Some would say I'm transportationally challenged in the way that I also don't have a driver's license. You got your two feet. But yeah, and you know what, baby, these calves didn't make like didn't come out of nowhere. Okay, I've walked everywhere, most places in my lifetime. And I think that this is something that's okay. It's okay if you don't have a driver's license. It's okay if you don't have to ride a bike. Do you have people skills? so You can get rides. That one's pretty important. All right. I developed that for not having a license. Can you take the public transportation? I may not be able to ride a bike or drive a car, but I can tell you what bus to take anywhere to get anywhere in Seattle. Now I can tell you what subway to take to get most places in New York. I'm still learning, but your girl is street smart, okay? No, I feel it. As soon as my parents deemed me old enough to take public transportation, it was a blessing and a curse because I didn't get rides anywhere. And they're like, well, you know, do you have bus fare? It's like, God damn it, I don't want to take the bus. Like, just drive me. But now that I've sat in traffic, I kind of get it a little bit more. But yeah, something I haven't figured out, how to ride a bike. Something I had figured out, how to get from point A to point B. How to be resourceful. Another thing I haven't really figured out is what where my taxes go. <laughs> like, what exactly am I paying for here? I would like a breakdown if you could give me one. A lot of people will, like, say a bunch of, like, bullshit. Like, oh, my God, like, you have roadways. Well, yeah, but everyone has roadways. I've been paying into the system since I was 16, you know? Like, I get it. I get it. There's, like, obviously, like, transportation, any, like, public service. There's, like, some sort of taxes going into it. I just want to see the breakdown of the budget budgets of what taxes exactly go into like you know how much money is really going into like the military out of like the percentage that I get because I just like those are things I'd like to know how could I probably look into it and find out yes will I probably not I feel like I pay all these taxes but then I don't see any value to me personally it's like oh yeah well you got public education yeah well that was by other taxes I feel like I'm paying so much money the money like they just keep take 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 taking and I'm like what are you adding to my life government because I've been feeling very unsafe lately okay so the safety and stability of living in America has been feeling a little fucking rocky if you were being real 
I'll say this. They added a tax in Washington that was like the care tax for when you're old and someone needs to like essentially take care of you. However, I do not personally believe this may sound grim that I will make it that far. So I know that yeah, you well, opt out by having your own insurance. But what if you opt out because you generally don't believe you'll need that? I don't know if any of us are going to make it not to get like too <laughs> crazy know. about it. But like I'm 20 and there those those benefits don't come in until you're like 75. And I'm like, really? 75? That's a really long time from now for myself for and society. to make it. They also in like Seattle, you have to pay tax on everything you buy. So I'm like, oh my God, first you tax my money so that I can pay for things. And then you tax me again when I pay for things. And I'm like, God damn it, it never lets up. I mean, yes. <laughs> However, I do believe in like universal healthcare and stuff like that. Just the way that people usually end up getting like free healthcare and stuff is by raising taxes. <laughs> but if I had free healthcare, I'd do it. You well, could, that's you my could thing. tax me more. You could tax me more. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I had free healthcare, if I wasn't paying interest fees on the these government loans like you know if I if I, if other people could have free health care I'd be about it you know but it's like we come very low on the rankings on a lot of areas that other developed nations just like do better at so it's just like I feel like I'm like wasting money on education because we're like number 46 and then in the world I mean yeah but now that you got me on health care <laughs> Something that I don't understand. Sometimes it's big pharma. Obviously, we can really get mm -hmm. into big pharma. But the last time I tried to get my birth control, it turns out that Walgreens is now not owned by CVS. It's been bought out by another company. But apparently, like Aetna and like some like Aetna is my insurance, cut ties with Walgreens because it's no <laughs> longer owned by CVS because it's a conflict of interest. I don't give a shit about your <laughs> conflicts of interest. I would like my birth control for fucking free, okay? <laughs> like stat yeah and they don't they they didn't like send me a letter to notify me that my pharmacy was no longer like taken by my insurance so i show up to get my birth control which i have to take i mean yes it's a choice but i choose to fucking take it on the day that i need it and they're like oh yeah it's gonna be 25 dollars for a month's worth of birth control so it's like oh so what are my options here what are my options here oh your options be you get it next week well i don't want to do that I had to pay $25 for a packet of birth control. Do you remember that time I got a eye infection and I went to the eye doctor and <laughs> yeah. she was like, hey, I'm going to give you a prescription for some eye drops. Like go downstairs to the pharmacy and get it filled. And, you know, was it a bad eye infection? Kind of like I'm OK now. It so was we, pretty gnarly. It was pretty bad. Um, so we go downstairs to get this prescription filled and she was like, okay, so that's going to be like $243. And I was like, after insurance? And she was like, yeah, that's kind of pricey. Let me see if there's any coupons. And she's like, I don't have any coupons on this. And, and we literally, I just sat there and was like, well, I certainly don't have $243 for eye drops. So we went home and Berenice just put like fucking chamomile tea packets on my eyes. <laughs> It worked though, didn't it? I'm sure. Yeah, it worked. It's the same way that she was like, you're going to need to wear your glasses. And I was like, oh, God, I can't wear glasses out to the frats. Like, I'm going to just wear contacts with this eye infection. And it I became Ella's primary physician. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fond memories, fond memories. Oh, Something God. that I haven't figured out yet is how to have like a chill night. 
when you go out? I have occasionally conquered this. Uh, the ways that I have is really by going out by myself. I think because I'm just very scared of getting trafficked. That chill nights work. But other than that, yeah, it is difficult because, you know, a girl sometimes gets carried away. It's, you know, there's people <laughs> offering you drinks. You want to be on the same level as everybody else. If I'm having like a night with myself or just one other friend, I like can do it. But it's like once you get a group, the group dynamic of like, let's have fun. Let's rage. I'm I'm lost. That might just be our toxic ass friend group, but I do I do see that. And I I will say that going back to Seattle, like obviously with New York, I've spent a lot of time by myself. I'm making friends, but I don't have like a big group of friends or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like I do in Seattle. And going back to Seattle, I literally felt like I was like wild and out. I was like, what is this? Like I literally I woke up one morning and everybody was sleeping on like my house floor. And I'm like, you guys don't even live that far away. Like why? <laughs> did you choose this and they're like you know what it just felt right it just felt like home and I'm like (laughs) take me back to New York I came back to New York and I've been so calm yeah sometimes sometimes it's really just like the environment and the people and it's hard to change friendships and dynamics that Mm -hmm. you've grown into habits yeah I mean I've, I've had a lot of thought into the the chill night with the homies but you know sometimes having a fun night is fun is having a fun night fun is having a fun night so fun well, sometimes I go out, I'm like, oh, I think it's because we went to like a very fun, like it was very, it felt very inclusive and like very LGBTQ friendly and very queer. Like there just was not like a bunch of like gross men targeting drunk women. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a very inclusive yeah. vibe. And I was like, mm, I love this like space. And so it was just good vibes. So moral of the story, Ella got fucking turned. <laughs> For my birthday. (laughs) Another thing that I've been having, not necessarily trouble understanding, but navigating sometimes is emotions and relationships as a 20-something year old. Mainly like, my biggest relationship has lasted for like over four years, but it's only been one relationship. So I don't really have anything else to compare it to. Say when things are hard or challenging or I'm unsure about a situation, you know, so it's like yeah. learn as you go, which obviously like great because I'm learning. But sometimes it's hard for me to understand when there when there's something that... I guess to set my own boundaries, you know, like learning as you go and setting your own boundaries is really difficult when you have nothing else to compare it to. You know, I feel this too, because I've literally been in like two relationships and relationship number one was like a what not to do. You know what I'm saying? So it's like in relationship number two, it's like sometimes you're like, I don't know, like what is normal? What is not normal? And then I also have a hard time sometimes when I talk to other people in relationships and they'll say things that I'm like damn that seems like a red flag you know what I'm saying and it's I'm like hard to try to figure out like is that a red flag is it not and it's hard to like navigate that on your own because like of course you want to like compare and contrast but two different people have like a totally different relationship from each other so sometimes it's like hard to bounce ideas off your friends I think my therapist has always taken like an objective view of you should kind of be realistic like it's never going to be perfect but like what is perfect what is not perfect what is so far from perfect that it's not okay and that's been hard to try and figure out because like 
in life, you're never going to find like someone that you have no fucking issues with. Like there's not like where they're just not going to share one idea that you might not like. Like and that's just in like friendships, too, that I've been finding. And it's like, well, how much am I willing to deal with? How much am I not? And I feel like with some friendships that I had in my early 20 somethings, I've had to like distance myself from because in my older 20 somethings, I've just been like, damn, that didn't bother me when I was 21 about this person. But now that I'm 27, I don't think I can like vibe with this energy and that being okay and being able to like change and move through that. I don't know if that makes any sense, but yeah, for me, a big thing has just been you kind of touched on this, but you know, you, I guess, get sold on the idea that like, or at least you see couples that have made it through a lot and they're like, well, relationships are work, but it's like, how much work do I need to put in here? Like, is it work every day? Is Mm -hmm. it work most of the time? And I am so young that sometimes I'm like, is this work worth it? You know, like, would I be better off just like kicking it by myself? Or should I keep on doing the work for the next 30 years? And I guess like, that depends on how much you want to be with a person. But I don't know, there's just like no guide or like, really a good way to rationalize how much work you should be putting into a relationship, which I feel like has been one of the hardest things for me in romantic relationships. Yeah, in friends. Yeah, in friendships, as I have gotten older, I used to I don't really like to have like friends where I have constant like fights with. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just not like we don't need to be confronting each other every other fucking weekend like I'm just not about this drama like I would rather have like a good honest workable friendship with someone Mm -hmm. but then like years later I'm like oh I miss this person like I kind of wish I wouldn't have called it like like really quits quits to the point where like I've burned bridges with them but so I feel like something that I have learned through my 20s maybe not necessarily burning any bridges in particular but taking breaks from both yeah that's good though that's good to learn now like You know, sometimes I feel like I beat myself up, like, have I learned enough for how old I am? And then I talk to people who don't like know me, know me, my hairdresser, for instance. And she's like, you honestly feel pretty mature. And like, you kind of have some like pretty good head on your shoulders from the short conversation we had. And I'm like, okay, wait, maybe I'm not a fucking complete and utter disaster as I think I am. Girl, believe me, I've met some people around my age that I'm like, either life just has never hit you. Or you have never really processed a lot of information because we're missing some links here by how old we are. I guess that is the big word, maturity. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because a lot of people, and if I said this to you this weekend, but I noticed that a lot of people I grew up with that didn't face a lot of adversity in like their teens or like their childhood now are like facing adversity in different ways. Like, for example, there was this girl, pretty vanilla kind of like a like a Jane but like her life like everything about her life like seemed pretty good like I used to know her in like a pretty good level where I could say like she just didn't face as much adversity as some other people had but like now she has cancer right so it's like damn like shit hits you at different points in your life like I'm hoping that that means like my adversity is over like my load is gonna get lightened But you never know. Yeah, I've I've actually thought about that as well. I thought that when in college people would be having like crises because their parents got divorced and something that I figured out pretty quickly when I went to college is that like unfortunately like a lot of people's parents wait till they're out of the house to get divorced and then it like hits them with a ton of bricks because they're like oh my god my parents have been in love or together my whole life and now I'm going through this hard thing and I was just like literally like yikes yeah that might be like super rough because I went through that when I was six it's what I've known and I adjusted like pretty easily and like now anything else that comes by I'm like okay well 
this isn't the hardest thing I've ever dealt with. So if you've had dealt with a lot of adversity, you might be better off. Dealing with some situations. Silver lining. (laughs) A few silver linings. On the flip side, though. Yeah. (laughs) Because we like to glass half full always. What's life if your glasses always have empty, dude? I can't. I could I can't even imagine. Literally, I can't either. I yeah, so basically let's do second half of this being like what we figured out kind of. Maybe. So far. So far. There's a lot <laughs> more to figure life out. Lesson. Yeah, yeah. I I would say something that has really resonated with me that I'm still on figuring out. I know it's there. I just have to practice it. I was talking to my dad and he was like, you know, like, yeah, you've been like doing a lot of stuff and you moved to New York and stuff like that. But like, at some point, maybe you're going to want to focus on something. And it resonated with me because I obviously do want to do that. And I have been thinking about it like, oh, I just really need to sit down and start to build something for myself because it's true. Like we're at the age where we will have the most energy that we will have for the rest of our lives and now we are adults so for me it's like maybe it's time to really like set my mind on something and prioritize it over everything else I'm not I'm obviously like waiting for my my green card will probably be approved hopefully by next year and I really do want to travel and do those things however finding a balance where it's like I don't just travel for like five years and then I come back and I'm like 30 and I'm like I don't know what else to do with myself so I think it's something that also resonated with me it's been a mercury retro grade was just really a a big big moment for me i watched shang chi Mm -hmm. great film and there's a scene where aquafina they go into the other dimension where shang chi's mom is from and she's like oh it's so cool that you guys like choose something and spend your whole life like getting good at it (laughs) Mm -hmm. instead of like trying a bunch of different things and then she's learning how to like do archery one of like obviously like a trainer goes like if you aim and nothing you'll like you won't ever hit a target like Mm -hmm. because you're not aiming at anything and I was like that's just so fucking right because I've done so many (laughs) random shit in my life where I like I'm gonna try this I'm gonna try this I'm gonna try this that now I'm at a point where like I actually know what I like and what I want so I just need to start you know like aiming maybe I could do a little bit of that I just have so many things I like to do I kind of like being of a jack of all trades but one thing that I've been thinking about I don't know I've been taking a lot of long walks recently because I've just been out and about taking the metro everywhere around Seattle I've been thinking about the quote like in every moment you're in your life, like that is the youngest you'll ever be and the oldest you've ever been. And in the same token, like right now I have the most information that I've ever had, but this is like the least I'll ever know. And I've just been appreciating that and like treating myself with a little bit of grace because I sometimes beat myself up about certain situations or how I could have handled something differently. But instead of beating myself up, just like moving forward and being like, you know what, you did the best with the information you're given at the time. And maybe like, how do you want to be different in that situation moving forward is just a better way to look at it. And I've been thinking about that a lot. Like, it's okay if I make mistakes because this is the youngest, you know, this is the oldest I've ever been. And you can always like give yourself a little bit of slack as long as you're trying to move forward. We're not always going to make every single best and right decision. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Something that I have wor- figured out still working on has talked about being like self-destructive, but like recognizing my self-destructive like triggers before me fully sending it <laughs> into self-destructive behavior. 
and learning how to like stop myself and breathe and just say like, yeah, this situation is bad and I can choose how this will affect me and how I will respond to it. And I think like having that, reminding yourself that you have control over like where your thoughts go because you own your thoughts Mm -hmm. has been something that's been really helpful for me at least. And it's something that I have figured out a little. Another one has been, I saw this TikTok that was like, you know, when, when you used to be like attractive to like fuck boys but now like they say something that in the past it would have like triggered kind of like this toxic behavior like a spiral of like you obsessing over a guy because mm-hmm. like he likes you but he doesn't like you and she's like and instead it just kind of gave me the ick and I have really resonated with that because it's like now now that I have been in situationships that have ended really badly where there has been toxic behaviors and traits and manipulation I'm able to kind of like suss that out in interactions in my life and instead of like trying to like why is this person acting this way it's more like ew you know like yeah I don't want to I don't want that again (laughs) I think sometimes a lot of people don't give themselves enough credit on like how much personal growth they've gone through the past like three years I would say but when I really like just stopped dealing with the bullshit and stopped trying to change my actions so that someone else could change like I really like try to like be like okay how can I be more attractive to this person or be better suited for this person so that they're wanting to be with me I would do a lot of that like calculations and I would like overthink it to the to the depths of the end and then now I'm just like okay someone doesn't really like me I'm okay with that. Like I would, I did this thing that I think a lot of women do where you might not even like a guy, but the fact that he doesn't like you bothers you. So you'll do things to like be more attractive to them or like want them in your life. And then once you get them, they're like, wait, this guy's a piece of shit. Or you fast forward (laughs) two years and you're like, I don't even know why I was acting like that. Like that was kind of crazy because I didn't even like him that much. Like he was kind of a dickhead. (laughs) You know, that comes down to your ego. Somebody bruises your ego and your ego is like, fuck that exactly and I think getting over that just a little bit like just a little bit of just getting over not a guy not liking me or even a person not liking me has helped me out immensely not taking things too seriously in a way where like I would think that everything that anyone ever did to me was a reflection of me you know like no matter what it was like a guy personal taking things super personally like and I would overanalyze things like oh my god this person isn't texting me back like what did I do what did I fuck up da, 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 da. and it was like oh no that person was busy that person has a new phone that person did this it wasn't it had nothing to do with me just retraining your brain to not thinking like everything is your fault has helped me out quite a bit and that's on growth yeah baby and trauma response I would say like my like last piece of advice is I think sometimes 20 somethings can feel like, oh my God, I'm so old. Like, what am I doing with my life? But it's actually really, really young in comparison to like how much life you probably have left. Just feel like, oh my God, I'm behind. You're fine. Like, you'll get there. Just take steps to get where you want to go and try to have like somewhat of a plan. But if the plan doesn't work out the way that you think, that's totally okay. Who fucking knows? The plan can change too. Don't feel bad if the plan has to change. I like that. I would say something that I have learned with moving to New York is that I never really thought this shit through. (laughs) 
<laughs> like how much work goes into like actually moving to a new city that crosses the country. Like, whenever you want to go home, you have to like pay to go home. Yeah, there's a lot. But I think in retrospect that if I had really sat down and thought about every single detail that went into moving here, it, I would have like turned myself off from the idea. So taking a leap of faith, you know, you got to risk it for the biscuit. There's moments in your life where you're going to be sad, and, but those are moments. I, obviously, I mean, let me rephrase that. There's depression. There's like mental illness and stuff like that. However, aside from that, there are moments in your life where you're going to be lonely, where things are going to be hard. But literally taking it one step at a time and like n- not thinking like this, this feeling, this moment is forever has been a huge learning factor for me because it can feel it can feel so intense like what a feeling a moment Mm -hmm. can feel so intense that you feel like that feeling is gonna last forever and I think like as a younger person I really like almost like dwelled on that feeling like I yeah sometimes I feel like I even liked being sad just because it gave me like something to fucking do like you know and now like I literally have to like choose to be happy to put in the work for me to up my mood when I'm feeling sad to go to the gym because I know it's gonna boost up my serotonin even though like I'm having a bad day or I'm sad or lonely or tired. choosing to put in the work just just for you nothing in life is infinitely permanent this feeling of feeling down in the blues like honestly I've been feeling some type of way because of this sunlight situation I've got going on here in Seattle but this is the month of October sun's gonna be back anytime now baby like you know we're talking like March it starts turning around and then I start I stop forget I forget why I don't fucking like Seattle for half of the year so nothing is permanent and in the words of Barack Obama (laughs) the sun rises and the moon falls and it's a new day glass half full baby glass half full it's a new day every day I think this was a an important episode because it is seasonal depression time Mm -hmm. so we gotta remember the sun may be gone but our moods are gonna be uplifted That's it, baby. Do what you have to do. Shout out to all my 20-somethings. If you're not in the 20-somethings yet, it, it's a beautiful time. And if you're past the 20-somethings, 30-somethings probably about the same, you know? <laughs> I'm really looking forward to 30. Like, 30, Me too. I think it's going to be lit. Litty kitty. I feel like I'm looking good, you know? Looking, feeling good. I'm on the up my and up. My hairdresser thought I was 17, and I was like, that's a flex. And that's on a flex. When I went to go get my second COVID shot... Homeboy was like, oh, are you working on your senior project? Do you go to the local high school? And I was like, this is like work from home, bitch. I got like a corporate job and everything. And he was like, oh, well, that must be a nice. That must feel good that you look so young. And I'm like, teenager? Not sure anymore, but sure, bud. (laughs) I'll take it. I'll fucking take it. As long as it lasts. Plugs of the week. So my plug of the week is a app called Routinery, and basically it was designed by a behavioral scientist, um, and basically you can set up routines. So if you are lacking a morning or night routine, this could really help you. It basically like sets a timer, and you can customize your routine. It sets a timer and like basically tells you each step because you're more likely to do a routine if you like are following an actual routine, if that makes sense. I've been using the app. It has been helping me for when days are not feeling like the best of days. At least I did my morning and night routine. Also, my skin's been looking fabulous because I've been actually doing my skincare routine. So that app is free on Apple App Stores, Google Apps, all those things. 
Okay, my plug of the week goes to Streets by Journey, and she is located in Orlando, Florida. They're basically just like like chocolate covered apples and strawberries, also with like fun twist. I saw one that had like airplane shots that were like attached to like strawberries, so like infused strawberries that were covered in chocolate. And I thought, what an innovation for our alcoholics out there. So <laughs> go follow Treats by dot journey and they're also on tiktok so i'll be posting some tiktoks on our socials those are the plugs of the week all right everybody well thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast literally i can't believe it's been over a year since we've been doing this so thank you so much for listening as always please subscribe to our podcast it's very important and vital that you tell a friend about this podcast or your mom or your dad or whoever whatever you can talk about it with your cat if it comes down to it please subscribe follow on instagram at things number four your concern and then our personal instagrams if you want to creep it's at bernice dsm and i'm at ella l tutor we're at toodles everybody bye-bye happy halloween happy halloween bye